Everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. And for today's show, it's the same as yesterday. We're back into the Daily Beat. Baseball picks for today, top headlines for today. And that will be it. It'll be a very short show. Oh, and before I do forget, don't forget that the season preview show will be released here at here. Well, not here, but the NFL season preview show will be released at midnight tomorrow morning and that will be the only show for tomorrow so with that said for how short this day is i'm gonna go ahead and give you some early picks for today in baseball tomorrow with the rams and the bills and some college football if there is any on thursday so i'm gonna go ahead and give you guys some sneak previews for tomorrow to fill in the gap that wasn't here today so let's go ahead and get right into the picks for baseball. A lot of these games are in progress now. In fact, four of them are done. Aaron Judge did it again today. He hit his 55th home run of the season. The Yankees did steal the win with the D lineup. I mean, considering you had Oswaldo Cabrera hitting leadoff, Oswald Peraza hitting ninth, no LeMahieu, no Rizzo, no Stanton, and the Yankees still won 5-4. Granted, it took 12 innings, but that's how that rolls. Anyway, I'm going to give you the in-progress stuff as it goes right now. The Mets are in Game 2 of a doubleheader with the Pirates. They lead 2-0. Speaking of the Mets, they did loot. They did bounce back today. Earlier, that was the other doubleheader on today. They beat the Pirates 5-1 in Game 1 of that doubleheader. In fact, Mets-Pirates is on the list of games because when you look at the NL East, it is a dead heat between the Braves and the Mets. The Mets, I still believe, can win the NL East, but they need a little bit more. You know, both New York teams right now just don't have a whole lot of offense to bounce off, or not bounce off of, but to rely on at the moment. So I still believe the Mets can win the NL East, but it's getting shaky there. But anyway... As far as the game list goes for the rest of today, I've got the Mets and the Pirates game number two, Yankees-Twins game number two of that doubleheader, which will kick off here in another half hour. So that's game number two. Game number three, Red Sox-Rays, which right now is in the bottom of the second. Game number four, Blue Jays-Orioles. The Orioles are up one and nothing. That, again, remember, Baltimore is... At least now three and a half to four games behind the Blue Jays for that third wild card spot. So that's an important game there. That's series number four. And then, because let's see, did the Dodgers finally lose something? No, the Braves won seven to three. So it's still a dead heat even with the Mets winning. So no Dodgers today. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, they did play. They are playing today. The Dodgers are winning seven to three. Top of the ninth. So of the games that are left, I'll go Rangers and Astros for the fifth game of the list for today. So again, the games list for today are as follows. Twins-Yankees game number two. Mets-Pirates game number two of that doubleheader is the second game choice. Third game will be the Red Sox-Rays. Fourth game is the Blue Jays and the Orioles. And the fifth game is the Astros and the Rangers. And again, with 
the NFL season preview show being the only show needed for tomorrow, which it'll be the only show on tomorrow. I'm going to go ahead and do you guys a favor and get you guys ready for the game picks for tomorrow's games in the in MLB as usual. So for Thursday's game list, I've got Twins Yankees to wrap up that series at in the Bronx as game number one for tomorrow. Game number two is either the Giants or the Brewers. Both games will be there will be a doubleheader for those two teams. Either game will be considered game number two in that game list. Game number three, I mean, it's a very short list for tomorrow, so let's see. Cardinals, Nationals, and I'll go White Sox and A's. And, okay, let me go through Thursday's list one more time. Twins, Yankees. Okay, Twins Yankees, game number one for tomorrow. Game number two for tomorrow is Nats Cardinals. Game number three is going to either be the Giants or the Brewers. And game number four, the White Sox and the A's. And then game number five, just for giggles and poops, I'm taking the Phillies and the Marlins. I'll take the Phillies to at least hold on to that wild card spot in the National League. So there's Thursday's list of games. While I'm into predicting the future, let's go ahead and see if there's any college football on for tomorrow. While I'm at it, let's see. Let's go to FBS, see if there's anything on Thursday. Okay, nothing Thursday. So we're good there, college football fans. I'll see you guys Friday for that case. Otherwise, all right. So today it's just pure baseball. Let's just get into the headlines for today. You know what? While I'm at it, for as short as this show is right now, where am I? Six minutes in? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and check out the U.S. Open. Normally I don't have tennis on this show or I don't cover tennis on this show, but this is the one exception. Let me go to... Just the tennis page. Let's check out the headlines now. You know what? Let's go men's tennis first. Let's see what the bracket looks like right now. Thursday. Okay, so we're at doubles now. The tournament's not over yet. Yeah, so there's still some matchups left to be determined today. Okay. So there's that there. Uh, Tayofo. Who is this guy? Hmm. Okay, never mind. <laughs> See, I'm trying to fill time for you guys because I don't want this show to be too short. But let's just go ahead and jump. Oh, no, I wanted to do the women's side of things. That's why. That's when I was forgetting. Let me do the women's side, give you the pick for tomorrow in the NFL, and then... I'll give you the news headlines for today. Let's jump to Thursday, because this is all doubles. Sanders Perez. There's no American in the semifinals, so... Hmm. Okay. Cool. All right. So, just double-checking, making sure if there's any other thing there. But outside of that, let's go ahead and jump to the news. <sighs> da, 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 da. 
Okay, this was the headline I was getting to. Francis Tiofo becomes the first American man to reach the U.S. Open semi since 06. Okay, beating Audrey Rubey. All right. So congratulations to Tiofo. He becomes the first American to do it since 05. Okay. This story about the Big 12 eyeing expansion is just, this is probably the only interesting storyline, at least for today, because college football just cannot seem to just get out of its own way when it comes to success. I mean, for, I mentioned on, I brought to you guys the story about them wanting to expand the playoff to 12 and it's unanimously set for 2026. And now the Big 12 is planning on wanting to expand even more. Granted, by 2025, they're going to have 13 teams. And after Oklahoma and Texas leave for the SEC, they're going to be able to replace those 12 with Cincinnati, UCF, uh, BYU, and Houston. But, you know, they just can't seem to get out of their own way. So let's go ahead and jump through this. Uh, Big 12 Commissioner Brent Yarmark isn't bashful about his expansion strategy. He wants to go west. Uh, he added the Big 12's wish list, a program that has national recognition, one that complete, competes at the highest levels in basketball and football, stands for the right things, and is a cultural fit. Yeah, that's BS. The Big 12's strategy to target potential Pac-12 members for expansion has set off friction between the leagues, especially in the wake of the Pac-12 losing USC and UCLA to the Big Ten beginning in 2024. Oh, and uh, since this is kind of a bleh show today, I've just picked a story out of the air, I'm going to revisit some of the opinions I had back in the summer. Remember when, because I did spend some time thinking about this, remember Back when I brought up the story of USC and UCLA wanting to go to the Big Ten and I didn't think it made any sense, after about a month or two of thinking about it, uh, it actually makes sense for both schools but in different sports. In USC's case, it's for football and football only because... Let's be honest, I know Andy Enfield has built USC to be at least a respectable basketball program, but mm, they're still not they're still not as good as UCLA. They're not as good they will never be to the level of UCLA or Arizona when it comes to basketball. They'll come close. Or even Oregon with what Dana Hoffman's done up there in Eugene. You know, USC will always be either the third or fourth best basketball school in the Pac-12. But for football reasons, USC's brand can even be hosted even more. Because now, especially if the Big Ten and all these Power Five conferences get rid of all these divisions, uh, if they get rid of all these divisions, it means that USC would play Michigan and Ohio State almost every year, which in a lot of ways will, 
will rake in a lot of money for the TV networks. And for USC, it'll give them more of a recruiting hold in Michigan and Ohio and all these Midwestern states. For UCLA, it benefits them in basketball. Why? Because now, guess what? UCLA now gets to play, because you know about the Big Ten ACC Challenge in December, November and December. Guess what? UCLA can now play Duke every year. They can play North Carolina every year. You can do uh, what other what other matchups that you can do pre-tournament. You can do Michigan State every year, especially if Tom Izzo stays in Lan- East Lansing. But that's where it helps because then you can just raise the recruitment. You can raise the recruiting footprint into certain places and it would elevate your already historic brands to be even better. So that's that's honestly where my take has changed. I thought it was stupid at the time, but now I realize it benefits both schools, but for different re- for different sports and different reasons. Same reasons, just different sports. But anyway, back to the story. Let's see how much time I have. Yeah. I got 13 minutes, so let's go ahead and finish out this story. Pac-12 Commissioner George Kyloff asked about Yarmark's open for business comment at the league's football media day. Shot back saying, I appreciate we haven't decided if we're going shopping there yet or not. Kivalov would later add, I've been spending four weeks trying to defend against grenades that have been labeled, that have been lobbed in from every corner of the Big 12 trying to de-establish our remaining conference. The Pac-12 declined comment on y'all mocks. Wednesday remarks, both the Pac-12 and Big 12 elected to accelerate discussion with ESPN and Fox about their media rights agreements, which are set to expire in 2024 and 2025, respectively. The Big 12's formal exclusive negotiation window with both media partners wasn't set to begin until February 24. Mark said Wednesday that he had great meetings with ESPN last week and will meet next week with Fox, adding that he senses both want to begin negotiations soon. So this is just posturing for the Big 12. And honestly, if the Pac-12, because right now they're saying, nope, Nope, not for sale. We're not doing anything. You know, if you're the Big 12 at this point, going back to this original story, if you're the Big 12 at this point, which one of these eight remaining schools that make up the Pac-12, which one of those eight do you want that's good at both sports, football and basketball? Well, if you look at the eight, Arizona, great at basketball. Eh, at football. Arizona State, eh, in both sports. Washington, eh, in both sports. Both Washington schools. Oregon, great at basketball, great at football. That's probably the only one I could see. Oregon State, eh. Cal, Stanford, eh. You know, I'm making it sound like a bird for a reason because I just don't understand what... Western school would you want left? San Diego State? I would vouch for San Diego State. Granted, I never went to that school, but 
it's just if you're the Big 12, what school do you want now? You have BYU, so you have your footprint in Utah. You basically have the Holy War for the rest of, well, maybe Utah is the other one. Now that I think about it, I think Utah is the only one left. But anyway, let me see how much time I have left. All right, 16 minutes. All right. With that said, I'm not going to end the show yet because I'm going to give you my pick for tomorrow with the Bills and the Rams. I'm going to go with the Rams. Look, it's opening night. The Rams are giving out their rings. They're putting the banner up at SoFi. This is the exact same scenario the Bucks had last year with the Cowboys. I'm going to go with the Rams as far as the score. Uh, this is probably going to be the closest, well, maybe not the closest matchup of the weekend, but it'll be the highest scoring first to 36 or first to 35 wins. I'm going to go Rams 35 and the Bills 32. 35-32. Uh, Stafford's going to have maybe a 75 QBR maybe or an 80 QBR. He'll do just enough. Cooper Cup will do just enough. Von Miller will do his thing. And I do, or not Von Miller, he's in Buffalo now. Speaking of which, that's a heck of a return for Von Miller. Um, but anyway, uh, Aaron Donald will do his thing, and the Rams will do just enough defensively to hold off the Bills. 35-32 Rams over the Bills. Alrighty, guys, with that said, I know this show was kind of jumbled and I started rambling about a future expansion that might not really happen. But that's what you do when you have Opinion Wednesday. You got to fill the gaps. So with that said, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, Stit... Uh, I said Stitcher, but I'll say it again. Stitcher, Podchaser, Podvine, and any place you can find this show on any podcast platform. Just search it in anywhere you can. Where you can find this show. Anyway, if you want to watch this show, which I don't know if you want to watch this one, but there are plenty of the ones you want to watch, go on Rumble.com, search for the username ADGERKE, that is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Click subscribe and you'll have all 405 episodes of this show. Yes, this will be 405 with the season preview show getting released here in under six hours. Uh, let's see. If you want to follow this show on social media, you can either do that by following the show's Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Austis Bamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. You can search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. Or, if you want post-episode interaction, you can also follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, for post-episode interaction, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. With that said, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. Don't forget, the NFL season preview will be your only episode for tomorrow. In fact, that's the only episode you will need. But I will be back later that night to 
give you post-game wrap-up of that game, give you my thoughts on it, and get you guys ready for Prediction Friday and the rest of the weekend in sports. But until then, peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow night.